Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. What are they made of? Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. No tobacco leaf or stem. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online and they ship directly to most states. Or check out their store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is Jeff T from the Club 520 Podcast. When it comes to your feet, eBay's got your back. When you see the blue check mark that says authenticity guaranteed, that means real experts are checking your sneakers. Every stitch down to the sole. They even smell them because nothing says fresh like the scent of real kicks. So kick back and relax. From the drop to your doorstep, eBay doesn't play games with your sneaker game. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal with eBay Authenticity Guarantee. Visit ebay.com for terms. The Volume. It's the most wonderful time of the year. What up, y'all? T-Bob here from Snaps, your new favorite college football show on FanDuel. And it might be getting cold, but the sports calendar is heating up. That's why it's the best time of the year. There's so much different place to bet on. Whether you want to bet on the World Cup, you want to bet on uh, the NBA, the NFL, college football, and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. The app is safe, secure, easy to use. Uh, they have great exclusive offers, boosts. You get paid fast when you win. And they have all the different ways you can play. money line, over-unders, totals, props, futures. And with live betting, you can jump in even if you get to your phone late. And who doesn't love a good same game parlay? Plus, FanDuel now live in Maryland. And never forget, that's what Maryland does. Crab cakes, football, and FanDuel. So use promo code SNAPS and download the FanDuel app today to make every moment more. Yo, what's up, y'all? What's going on? It is Monday, December 19th. Well, would you look at that, man? Uh, the old Christmas season done snuck up on us uh, as we are here nearly at the end of it. It is Christmas week, folks, which means I think you'd expect a very festive atmosphere uh, on this week's snaps as we celebrate the reason for the season. And, um, well, I, I, I must say this is a great reminder to anyone who's maybe been too caught up in the daily uh, pressures and responsibilities of life and whatnot. Let's take a minute to slow down. Let's be thankful. Let's enjoy this week mm-hmm. because on the other side of this is January. During January, the long dark of the offseason looms another year to grind it out, waiting for that wonderful Halloween, Thanksgiving, uh, Christmas stretch once again. So let's be thankful. Let's kiss each other on the cheeks. Uh, happy Hanukkah to everybody who celebrates. Uh, happy Hanukkah, Aaron. And, um, well, this is Snaps here in the Volume Sports uh, Podcast Network and YouTube channel. Shout out Volume for having us here. Shout out FanDuel 
Sign up for the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Promo code SNAP. Shout out to Papa Colin. And if you want any SNAPs merch, go click the links. Uh, SNAPs 20 gets you 20% off. Aaron, uh, I'm your host, T-Bob Aver, joined as always by QB1 SEC legend Aaron Murray. Aaron, what's up, brother? Yeah, uh, first of all, happy Hanukkah since we are at the Hanukkah stage and you make fun of me for being um, a bad Jew at times. But we yep. are going to be doing some True. lockas in the Murray household, household on Friday. Oh, yeah. So uh, we will... Yeah, we'll get some good clips of that. But no, no, no. Listen, it, it's a great time of the year. A lot of excitement. Wow. A lot of, wow, wow. Uh, so you're just, you and your, just using your Jewish heritage for social media likes. It, it, not, no. not we're doing lockers well, on like, Friday. No, it was more Look sharing videos you, on you, Instagram. You, right? okay. Okay. Well, no, because you always doubt that like I do anything to, to, to celebrate the Jewish side of, of my family. No, we, we do celebrate the major holidays. We do light the menorah. We do make lockers. We do spin the dreidel. We do all the fun activities, T Bob. So, and we obviously celebrate Christmas at the Christmas tree up. So, look, uh, I don't care. The house. I don't care if you eat latkes. I just need a latka takes out of you. Okay. This week, mm -hmm. I need you to have a lot lined up and ready to go here. Uh, oh, I wish we could do some like dreidel take game where you spin the virtual dreidel and then we have to take on something that the dreidel lands on. I don't know, bro. I'm just, Ooh, you know, my stepfather. Wow. I mean, saying. that is a 12 out of 10 idea. I love that. That's what I'm saying, dude. I'm not. And, and look, I think I'm allowed to play as my stepfather is Jewish. I'm not culturally appropriating anything. So I think we're good to go, dude. Um, <laughs> what maybe would be a step too far would be if I wore my Seth Rogen star of David uh, sweater that somebody got me from the night before, which is an excellent, very funny, Christmas movie. And Aaron, I can't remember. I know I, I can't remember if I told you this. Hmm. When I wore that Star of David sweater one time, it was a few years ago. I maybe didn't understand that how that could be offensive or whatever at the time. Uh I wore it to it? uh uh I, I don't know. You know what? Sometimes it's just better to like not test the waters. Um, but I wore it to Lenox Mall in Atlanta. And mm. when I tell you, and I got to be clear about this. I've been a chubby to fat lineman my entire life. Um, I've been with my wife since high school. I have never gotten hit on by women. When I wore this Star of David sweater <laughs> to Linux Mall four times, I had four different women oh. where, like, the first time it happened, I was like, wow, I'm like, she's, like, legitimately coming on to me. And, and, and it got awkward, though, because the conversation immediately went to are you you know are you jewish or whatever and the first time around i answered honestly and it immediately got very awkward so i was like uh no and they're kind of like oh she's got well why you know why the fuck you have a sweater on and then and then, and then so after that i just i was like okay before i get home i just gotta start lying and i was just yeah yeah i'm half jewish uh but yeah it was crazy man uh i i, 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 I don't know that's very random uh, may, maybe I, I, I thought you were gonna say got know. picked on a lot at Lennox. I, I thought you were about to no, give the story of like, Lennox. no, dude, Lennox I've a little sketchy. Felt... I thought you, no, uh, maybe not, not as much then, but 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 either way, no, I've never felt as wanted, uh, as I did wearing that star day. It, it was it was crazy, man, crazy experience. Glad I had it, glad I had it. I have not worn the uh, sweater the in one. public since. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, so look, we got a few things to get to today. We're gonna talk, uh, Borgen, Borgen. Has uh, Bo Nix chosen to stay at Oregon? Did he make the right choice? Um, a been a weird year for Florida fans. The unreal beginning, beating Utah at home. Everybody thinking they had arrived. Then they lose to Kentucky. We're like, okay, Kentucky's good. And then it's been kind of a slow unraveling since, culminating 
in a bowl game over the weekend where Oregon State not only whoops that ass and made both me and Aaron some money. Great job, Aaron. I followed you mm-hmm. down that pathway. But, um, oh, by the way, Team Snaps, 4-2 and two on the best bets this weekend. Love to see it. Um, but, 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 but not only did Oregon State whoop that ass, but Florida had one of the saddest social media posts of all time where uh, they tweeted out in all caps, it's good, and tagged a video of their kicker doing a gator chomp uh, to make it 30-3. to three. It, it was it was without a doubt uh, one of the lowest moments in Florida social media history. So we'll discuss where Florida fans should be. Should Travis Hunter follow Dion to, the, uh, to, to, to Colorado? Should he go elsewhere? Georgia, Miami, USC on his list. And then, much to Aaron Murray's happiness, Will Anderson and Bryce Young saying, you know what? I'm not a little bitch. I'm going to play in this bowl game. Uh, But let's start with your guy, Bo Nix. As uh, he has announced that he has returned, or excuse me, he has announced that he is returning to Oregon, coming off of what was a career year for Mr. Nix. Aaron, did he make the correct choice? See, I don't know if he made the right, the right choice or not. I think he's a guy that definitely could get drafted. And I would say, and, and if you look at this year's draft, he could get drafted pretty high too. I think top two, top three rounds. So you're talking about significant money if he came out. I just, what he brings to the game is what we talked about, we talked about last week. Like that playmaking ability from the quarterback position. Bo Nix has proven that he is that guy for the past couple of years. And I thought he took a major step forward once again this season. And yes, you could say, oh, well, he's playing against you know easier competition. He got in the SEC going out there to the Pac-12. This was a good Pac-12 conference this season. So really impressed with what he was doing all year long. Um, so I thought he could have left. Like I said, I think he would have been an early round guy. But I'm sure being in Oregon right now, being the guy, being the quarterback, he's probably making mid six figures to close to seven figures. So he's making NIL money. He feels like maybe there's some unfinished business. The season did not end the way that he wanted it to end. So I, I don't blame him, but if I was in his shoes, if I was Bo Nix making a, a decision about the future of my career, and I look at this year's draft class, and I look at next year's draft class with Caleb and Drake and some other guys, I probably would have come out. He's played good enough football, in my opinion, to, to I don't know what his draft grade was. Like I said, I would put him in a top three grade. That's That's more money than you would make coming back for a senior season. I probably would have I would have darted if I was him. So uh, it is more money, uh, certainly if you would go to the NFL. But this is where I think NIL becomes a bit fascinating. Is uh, one of the guys here locally that's one of the big NIL investors. I was asking him about this. Um, you know, you get a guy like Kayshawn Booty return. How, how does that come about? How does that happen? And he was kind of talking about well, look, the 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 deal is the thing that I love about NIL is that it now gives these players options right and in the past when you look at Bo Nix he is someone who has had uh, a very adverse college career in many ways he's had highs he's had lows but for the most part all was he at Auburn for three or four years Aaron he was three years three years okay so but, but for all of his three years at Auburn he largely had to deal with constant um, negative press, right? Like he had to go to class with students kind of eyeing him sideways. He had to deal with a, a ton of coaching turnover and a coaching staff that uh, didn't fully believe in him or at least couldn't get the best out of him. He had to deal with a media cycle that was zeroed in on him from day one and then just talked every single day about how disappointed they were in him. That's an awful life experience to go through as a young man. 
Now, he emerges stronger on the other side. He gets out of Auburn. He gets out of Auburn, Alabama. He moves to Eugene, Oregon, one of the most beautiful parts in the country. He, he gets to play in front of an incredible stadium every single weekend that loves him. He learns from a great young OC in Kenny Dillingham who can get the most out of him. All of a sudden, he ties for third in the country, accounting for 42 touchdowns. They only lose two games. It's an awesome year. Bo Nix is happy. I mean, and even happier yep. for the three years of wandering the desert that he had to go through before he reached the promised land. In the past, he would have had to eschew that happiness to go to the NFL to try to maximize money. Now, this is what I love about NIL. Again, it gives choices. Now, even though he's maybe not going to make NIL money, he can continue to be happy. He could try yeah. to get better. Maybe he does. Well, he's going to make NIL money. Who knows? No, that's what I'm saying. And and now yeah. he'll still make a portion of that NFL money. Yeah. And then the NFL money, maybe it's a bit of a lower pick. Maybe not like the, the NFL money will still be waiting there. So I love it. It allows him to stay where he's happy. It allows him to try to win a championship before he goes to the NFL. He's not thrust into the professional part of his career where when that wins, it's all over. Like this is one of the great reasons why players being able to benefit off their name, image, and likeness is so excellent. Uh, because it allows, like, if if you are someone who bitches about college basketball players leaving early and one and duns and 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 players immediately going to the NFL, well, guess what? Name, image, and likeness, it changes that. It it changes that significantly, and that now a guy like Bo Nix can sit here and return. Well, I think I think it goes back to the bigger issue, T, in the sense of or the thought process of. Like what? What is the rush to get out of college? Like if you ask most Americans out there that have been to university, uh, especially some of these Power Five, like you said, Eugene or, or or Auburn or Georgia or Alabama, LSU, like it's the best time of their lives. Like what is everyone when you go, when you go back and meet up with your boys and you have little you know trips to Vegas or whatever? It's usually your boys that you oh, went to college hey. with. Like 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 that is, and you talk about the good stupid shit that you did back on campus in your heyday. Like going to college is awesome. And, and, and for, for collegiate athletes, the thought process of this is just a stepping stone. This is on my way to go making money. Like how, how, how can I get through this, this horrible three years of my life and get to the NFL instead of looking at it like, man, I get to play college football. I get to, to, to be a normal kid and have fun and go out and go partying and go to frat parties, whatever the hell you want to do, whatever your cup of tea is like, it's enjoyable. I loved every yeah. moment of it. Like I, I, I always know you did. I there. wish. Oh, I did. I wish I could have had a sixth year. I wish I could have had a seventh year. I'd make it a minor league. I don't care. Like, what is the rush? Especially like you lose to like, especially with NIL now, there is no rush. Sit back, enjoy being a, I guess you can't really call them amateurs anymore because they're making money, a somewhat amateur because the university is not paying you um, before you get to, the, to, to real life. Because real life for 90% of these kids is going to suck. Because guess what? You're going to go to the NFL. You're, you're not going to make a roster. Maybe you get on P-Squad, which if you're on P-Squad, you're probably making more money at NIL than you are on the P-Squad. P-Squad? Um, yeah, P-Squad. You had to deal with a lot more responsibilities, a lot more attention when it comes to the media, a lot more negativity. Just sit back, enjoy it, have fun, and most importantly, like I will always end this with, play in the damn bowl games. Playing the damn bowl games. And, uh, <laughs> what? Wait, that's really how you're ending it? Just going out of your way from your fear of an old man. I'm throat. always gonna find a way to. I'm always gonna find a way to sneak oh it my in. God. Just have I'm fun. Playing. Enjoy you're playing, it. you're playing a kid's game. Playing the games. Uh, stay in college. Get your degree. Get that nil. 
The NFL will always be there. It will always, always, always be there. Andy J says, who took the bigger risk, Oregon or Bo Nix? And so the news story that has uh, evolved out of this, Bo Nix announces he is staying. Oregon loses a uh, five-star commit in Dante Moore, who is now going to UCLA. So a team that he, you know, that they will now be directly facing off more. Um, Look, Dante Moore may be maybe good, right? But we know... Bo Nix is good. And look, he's a five-star, so chances are he's going to be good. But what do they say, old man Aaron? I know you've heard of this one uh, in your in your old uh, rocking chair over there. What, what What is a bird in hand worth? No two idea. Two in the bush. A lot. Two in the bush. Ooh, no, two in the two bush. In the- okay, so well, listen, a bird I, in hand is worth two in the bush. And so they, you already had a guy who just led you to an 11-2 and two record and accounted for 42 touchdowns. Dante Moore, they, like, this is – College football fans put themselves, I, I call it the Peter Griffin. There's that episode of Family Guy where they go to meet about the timeshare and then they can choose a boat or the mystery box. And Peter goes, I mean, hey, Lois, a boat's a boat, but the mystery box could be anything. It could be a boat. Like, like that's, that, that's college fans with some of these prospects. They're like, I mean, look, Bo Nix is an elite quarterback, but Dante Moore could be anything, even an elite quarterback. It's like you already have one. Okay, you can trust your recruiting, trust that you'll get another guy after Bo Nix, and let Dante Moore go his way. I, what, I, what I don't want to get is, is Bo, I don't know if he can pull another year out of his ass somehow, which maybe he can, but like this will be it for Bo Nix. Like there will be no more seasons after next season. So, you know, does the kid think that he's going to come in there and want to be a day once or two? Like that's the problem too yeah. with high school kids, especially quarterbacks. Like they want to come in day one. And be the starter. No one wants to sit. No one wants to learn. No one wants to develop. And and there's nothing wrong. Like I wish. I wish. Going back to my recruitment, like Stafford stayed another year. Like I love learning from Joe Cox. Don't get me wrong. But like I was like, man, Stafford's the best quarterback in college football right now. Yeah. He's going to be the number one pick in the draft. Like what I would do to learn from him for a year to, to study his tape, to study his footwork, how he approached practice, the games, and the plays he makes, all that stuff. Like how can I learn from him? I would say the same thing like Bo Nix. Like you, you have an opportunity to go learn from Bo for a year. A guy that was was you know a week away from maybe being in New York as a Heisman finalist. Um, you know, put his yep. team in, in contention to win a Pac-12 championship. You have an opportunity to go sit for I don't know if he's a mid-year guy or, or a four-year guy, or whatever it is. You have a, you have a chance for six to twelve months to learn from. I would say heading into next year, a top-five quarterback in all of college football. A guy that's played for four years, a guy that's going to be playing his fifth season of collegiate football, learn from him, develop for a year, and then go get four years after that. So, like, I and plus, like, what 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 schools in a better position for long term success would you say, Oregon or UCLA? I know UCLA had a great season this year, but UCLA is about to go to the to the Big Ten. Maybe Oregon does follow suit here in the near future. I don't know, but Oregon has as a far better track record over the past decade of of success of winning conference championships, um, having good play at the quarterback position. Yeah. I think it, he's he, he himself is rushing an opportunity, like I said, to, to learn from a very good quarterback and then take over. If that's the reason why he's decided to flip from Oregon to UCLA because Bo Nix decides to stay for another season. Yeah, no, I, I mean, which I don't know probably, if that's the reason. Like I don't, it's, it's hard for me to believe I mean, that, D, that, but, that is but, the but, reason. But D, D, T, DTR is gone at UCLA, right? Yeah. Yeah, and so there has to be other kids on that roster, though. 
Yeah, yeah, but you know that ain't what Chip Kelly and the company's saying. They're saying, look, man, yeah. you come in here, you have a chance to start day one. You can't start at Oregon. You, get, you know what? You come here, you get three and done, son. Three years, and then you out you, and you get to play in the Big Ten. You know what the Big Ten reminds me of? Like, if I, if I really just, like, if I think about the Big Ten, I think about Americana. I think about red meat. I think about Omaha steaks. Okay, look at me. Closely, look at me. Do I look like a man who knows meat? Obviously, I do. Okay. And I've loved Omaha steaks. I loved Omaha steaks my entire life. And the holidays are here and they got you with your last second needs. Okay. If you want to give the perfect gift this holiday season, Omaha steaks is the play. It can even be a little late. That's fine if you get to this late whenever you hear this, because the bottom line, is Omaha Steaks have put together a delicious selection of various gift packages to make shopping for the ones you love nice and easy. All you do is go to omahasteaks.com and take advantage of 50% off site-wide. Plus, use the promo code SNAPS. You get an additional $40 off your order, okay? Happy meat mess. Be Santa Claus, but with meats. You go over to your uh, loved one's house, you get out your sack, you dump it out on the table, and it's just steak. I mean, that's the manliest, best gift that you can give for those that you love. So don't order. Beat the shipping. Or don't wait. Order today. Don't order. Wow. Hmm, man, a bit of a misstep when doing an ad read. Do order. Beat the rush. Uh, go to omahasteaks.com. Promo code SNAPS at checkout. 50% off site-wide. Plus, if you use the promo code SNAPS, 40 dollars off your order remember a minimum order may be required to cheat to trigger those deals uh i cannot wait our stakes are en route they are almost here and uh well i'm i'm fantastically excited so uh i know you're pumped about the stakes as well Aaron. oh i'm a big steak guy let's go red meat let's uh, just mm. yeah red meat pre pre-christmas family's coming over friday nothing says hanukkah like red meat and lakas. I mean, yes. Friday night dinner is going to be turned up in the Murray house. I'll throw a little red wine on there and we're good to go. Aaron's all about red meat, playing all five years of college and playing in the bowl game. Okay. That that's what Aaron Aaron's new about. favorite player is the guy from Oregon who just got his ninth year of eligibility. Yeah. I yeah, saw once I had not heard How did of that him. happen? I did the math. I did the math. He got three medical years. Okay. So three medical years, wow. COVID year, red shirt year, four years of eligibility. Bam. Whoa. Almost ran out of fingers there. Um, can you fathom how awful that is? I mean, doing summer conditioning every single year, only to then get hurt and not be able to actually play a full decade spent in a college football system. When I tell you I was so ready mm. to get the hell out of there after five years, like it was a race well run and I was very excited about it, but I didn't want to run another 110 in my goddamn life if I'd not well, had to. But it goes to NIL again. Like, okay, listen, if you can make decent money without having to to spend money, because you're still getting a stipend from the university to pay for rent and food, and you're getting food and you're getting to, to work out, you're getting to play football. If you know like your career's done, like treat it like the minor leagues. Like get as get as many paychecks as you can before you have to turn into real life. Like that's how I would view it. Like if I know like, man, there's no chance that I'm going to be playing in the NFL. That's it. Like once I'm done with college football, the next time I pick up a football is going to be in some seven on seven tournament with a bunch of old guys that, you know, everyone's saying their ACL every other play uh, at, at the local YMCA. Like that's, that's next for me. 
If I wanted to prolong that, what am I going to do? I'm going to stay in school as long as I can. I'm going to find every way possible, every loophole possible to, to, to make NIL money, to go to school for free, get another degree. I don't know. Like, I don't, I, I, I'm not faulting the man. If you no, have no, no NFL future, no. get it while you can. Get it while you can. Especially, Look, especially, T-Bot, if you're doing it the right way and say my man may walk out of here with like two doctorate degrees and a master. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, hell yeah, let's go. Yeah. Hey, this what happened really to college matters. football when it was about school, right? Yeah, the yeah. academics. These are, hey, hey, did, did, uh, Brum, did we all forget they're called student athletes? Okay. What comes first? The student. Exactly. Part of the equation. Yes. Uh, no, Aaron look, wants every college athlete to basically be Van Wilder. <laughs> yeah. See, great. So that, that's, that's a great movie. That's, that's what I was a great movie. I'm not sitting here in judgment of him. That would have not been for me, though. Um, no. And and it's a bit of a bummer because if you play O-line, like you mentioned playing 7-on-7, seven seven, if you play O-line, you never get to play again. Like, like there is no way to ever – and not, not that I necessarily want to because my body would shatter into a thousand pieces, but, like, it's not like basketball. There's no pickup to be had. There's no men's fast-pitch softball, even a men's fast-pitch league. No, like, you're, when you're done, you're done, to Aaron's point. So go ahead and get that. 10th year uh plenty of people go to college for seven years richard yeah they're called doctors we should do that one halloween maybe little uh little farley david spade action huh we go yeah, a little black on. sheep maybe a little tommy boy it'd be really good oh i think the, uh, the real one there is uh, we got to get you in the matt foley outfit the motivation uh, I would uh, I would love I I, I don't want to try divorce I don't want to try off the top here I'd have to rewatch to get my impression down but I can definitely do I mean I I, 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 fully. T I could do I could do the, the complete opposite I could do tiny guy in a big jacket you know kind of uh, role reversal from the, oh, in the season yeah, the big blazer boy and then I'll go fat guy the big in a little blazer bit. boy uh, there we go. Oh, God, I love Tommy Boy <laughs> back in the day. Uh, okay, so people are talking about Jingle All the Way. I have a lot of Jingle All the Way talk, but I'll wait for it. We can get first uh, into some more of these CFB latkes. Uh, number two on the list today. How should? Oh wait, last thing I had to ask you, Aaron. Sorry, I know we've gone long on Bo Nix in Oregon. Um, who do you replace Kenny Dillingham with? You know, Kenny Dillingham now the youngest coach in the FBS, the head coach at Arizona State. He was OC at Oregon last year. It's a very good connection. How do you replace and make sure that Bo Nix can remain who he was last year? Oh, man. Um, I don't know. It's, it'll be interesting to see if he brings or looks to bring maybe someone over from Georgia that he knows well, uh, someone that's in-house. I, uh, to be honest, I haven't done a ton of digging about who's going to be the next guy to take over. And, and that's one thing you do, you know, which is even more surprising that Bo Nix, to me, going back to why I thought he should leave, I thought you know, two things. One, you know, very good draft grade. Two, you're having to learn a new offense again. Um, this will be his fourth offense that he's had to learn in five seasons. Two there at Auburn and now two at Oregon. Uh, it, it's hard to build <laughs> consistency when you don't have the same system. Like That's, that's a problem. Uh, that's crazy. That's I didn't think about that. To learn. That is. So, uh, hey, but you know what? Might help him in the NFL as uh, yeah. he will, you know, he will – uh, whatever it could help him because who knows he could bounce around maybe in that league and he's at least used to having to digest new playbooks all right uh shout out to clint moses in the chat says go beeves see you later alligator and it's a perfect transition uh because the oregon state beavers beat up 
on the Florida Gators. Aaron, I don't know if you've seen some of the clips from this game uh, making Ooh, the rounds. I, I mentioned it. the awful social media. You talking about you saw that pass rush clip when it's ten nothing, game still close, yeah. and you have a defensive end. Like normally, when coaches or fans say going through the motions, mm. I kind of roll my eyes because I'm like, this is the fat guy sitting on the couch drinking a beer. It's like they're just going through the motions, but no, they just like they're just maybe getting their ass kicked. No, no, this cat wasn't even going through the motions like he didn't even do the motions he 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 literally walked off of the ball and lightly waved his hands around it it feels a little bad against florida since um actually aaron what what did you think first about the game because i got to pull up a tweet right now that's going to blow your mind about how bad florida has been since the the shoe throw yeah the the, the about tweet the about the shoe throw has been horrendous well, first off, the game was it's embarrassing and 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 expect it. Like when you have more support staff showing up to a bowl game than you do actual players. We all remember the photo from from the summertime showing what Florida has built when it comes to just coaches and assistants and GAs and all that. Like they had more of that there than actual players. That's that's going to be a problem. So what was what was Florida's motivation? Not a lot. You know, you're on your you're third or fourth string quarterback at that point. Oregon State, you know, wanted to get to that tenth win. They've had a good season this year there in the Pac-12. Just, I think that's the biggest thing right now when we look at bowl games. You figure out which team is more motivated than the other. That's why I text you like two hours before the game and said, "Hey, put some cash money on Oregon State. They're about to whoop up on Florida." Florida now they they want to go to Vegas to go have fun. They want to go to the casino. They want yeah. to go to slots. They want that. that that's that's that was their trip. Now they're all there. Go enjoy the bowl game. I get it. Whatever. So it was a little bit of embarrassing. And you know, as I was sitting around last night watching some more clips about the game, it kind of hit me because I've I've kind of been irked about the whole thing for now for the past year. Dan Mullen should never have been fired at Florida. Mm, mm, ever, ever, mm, ever, ever. A lot of it, mm. it honestly, T Bob, it reminds me. Of, mm. of a little bit of the Auburn situation where Gus was winning, yeah. Gus was having a good career, you're at Auburn, but of course expectations are, are stupid high. Why? Because you're in the SEC. Why? Because you faced Nick Saban and Alabama's in your same state. So people weren't happy for the fact that, hey, you've been to a natty. People weren't happy for the fact that you beat Alabama a couple of times. It's not good enough. Sorry, it's not good enough. So expectations were far from what they should be. Gus leaves, you bring in someone that was kind of very different, very unique, and look how long that lasted. Lasted a year, um, year and a half before psh, uh, he, he's Brian Harson's on his butt looking for a new job. Um, I kind of feel like the same thing is happening with Florida. Dan had success. Dan had a great season the previous year, uh, brought them to the SC Championship game, was more competitive against Alabama in that game than anyone else the entire season. Had a hell of a game. Bad season. I get that. Everyone wants to compare him to, to Florida to Georgia. So you have that comparison similar to the Auburn, Alabama comparison. Yeah. yeah Didn't live yeah. up to people's expectations. So you get rid of him and then you bring in someone that just like Harson, very unknown and, and maybe in a lot of people's minds is, is unproven. I'm not saying that he's going to be Harson. I'm not saying he's going to get fired midway through next season, but I just think that both situations are, are eerily similar. And I think both, first off, both coaches should not have been fired in the first place to start with. So I don't know. I just feel like there's a lot of fans right now kind of sent back saying, you know, we'll give him year one. We get it. He needs to make this team his own. They're recruiting fine. We'll give him another couple seasons. But I just go back to the very beginning. Dan Mullen should never have been fired in the first place. JLab has something for everyone with earbuds and headphones that are as versatile as you are. 
Perfect for calls, listening to podcasts, and working out. They are built for every single moment. JLab is proud to partner with Powerhouse College Athletics. UCLA, Duke, Gonzaga, Indiana, St. John's, TCU, Vanderbilt, Arkansas, Minnesota, San Diego State, and more. From lively tailgates to coaches' play calling and courtside rivalries to college athletics and IL deals, JLab joins the action and connects with 182 million plus college sports fans nationwide. They're excited to partner with 17 D1 college schools showcasing their passion and loyalty of fans and athletes across the United States. Whether creating cutting-edge tech products or pursuing athletic greatness, being the best takes hard work and commitment. JLab is proud to partner with schools who are showcasing the hard work, perseverance, and even the championship celebrations across all college sports. Use code SNAPS25 for 25% off your order. Visit JLab.com to find your kind of tech. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. Black Buffalo's nicotine pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA for 21 and over adult consumers. Black Buffalo was built by dippers with decades of smokeless tobacco use. They believed the market wanted tobacco alternative nicotine products that offered the best of both worlds. Bold flavor, full pouches. What are they made of? It's pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves, food grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical grade nicotine. Most importantly, there's no tobacco leaf or stem. All proudly made right here in the USA. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo Herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online, and they ship directly to most states. Or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Ho, 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 ho! Hello there, Santa Claus here. I hope you're having a wonderful Christmas season. I'm busy up here in the North Pole cobbling together sweet toys for all the little girls and boys. But I've employed one of my favorite people, a man who used to live on the naughty list, but now he is oh so nice. That's right! Santa Barkley is coming to town and he's delivering $20 million in gifts this holiday season to all fan dual customers. Doesn't matter if you've been naughty or nice, St. Chuck has something for everyone. 
Ho, ho, ho. And never forget, Charles Barkley watches you when you sleep. Just check your FanDuel app for no sweat, same game parlays, bonuses, and all sorts of stuff that fill your holiday with cheer. If you're new to FanDuel, remember now's the perfect time to sign up using the promo code SNAPS. The app is easy to use. They're always hooking you up with great promotions, and when you win, you get paid instantly. So, see for yourself why FanDuel is America's number one sportsbook and get in the holiday spirit with $20 million in gifts from Santa Barkley. Ho, 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 ho! I agree with you on nearly everything. It is, now, and I didn't, I didn't really frame it in my head that way. Um, a lot of the narrative brushstrokes that created this situation are shockingly similar to the Harson hired Auburn. The only difference I would say is even though Harson was maybe at a, was at a bigger school in Boise state, I'm actually more impressed with what Billy Napier did at UL, uh, UL Lafayette here in Louisiana. And granted, maybe that's a bit of local bias, but like Boise state has been an elite spot where they have won an elite amount of games. Like mm-hmm. Brian Harson took over somewhere with tradition. That was very good. And he didn't elevate it. Um, he, he kept it going, I suppose, but he did not elevate it. That was the big major red flag when they hired him in the first place. Uh, UL had been really bad for a while. It's funny. UL's fortunes always kind of directly coincided, uh, with oil's fortune, like big oil, like quite literally you have money to get from boosters, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Billy Napier transcended that and he made a UL team that was not winning into a consistent threat to win, uh, the Sunbelt championship, putting together some great years. So I think that like. I, I I still mm, again I can't halt I can't fault the hire of Napier at Florida, but like I always talk about, I'm a hiring nihilist. You just never know if these things are going to work out. Like everything should say that Billy Napier should work out, but year one feels awful. Year one feels awful. Yeah. Um, in fact, it's been a couple of bad years as Florida. This comes from John Tweet Sports points out that Florida since the through the shoe throw in 2020, which is where Florida had the game one player throws an LSU player shoe. It ends up in a personal foul, 50 mm. yard field goal, Florida losing game. since that game. And they were on the verge of the playoff since that game, yep. Florida is one in seven against ranked teams, five and 13 against the sec, mm. 12 and 17 overall. They have fired their coach and they've had back-to-back losing seasons for the first time since 78, 79. So while I still believe in Billy Napier, um, this season went off the rails and they underachieved relative to their talent this season. And he failed to get growth out of Anthony Richardson, somebody who had so much potential when he was out there beating Utah at night in the swamp back in week one. We were all like, oh my God, dude, how ahead of schedule is Florida? They've arrived. And ultimately, you want to see, does a team ascend or descend? over the course of a year. And that's how we judge the coaches. And there's no doubt that Napier's Florida descended here in year one. Yep. So I, I, the big question, cause I go back to the, the comparison issue. Like, are you good enough at Auburn to beat Nick Saban? That's all keep, that's all people care about. Like you, know, you can yeah. go one in 11, but if you beat Nick Saban, Alabama, it was a good season. Like that's all they care about. Like that is the game. The same thing can be said for Florida and Georgia right now, two of the t- best teams in the East for the past, you know, essentially decade. You know, Missouri had a little bit of time there, you know, when I was coming out. But it's been Georgia or Florida, really, just ping-ponging back and forth of who's going to essentially represent the East in the SEC Championship game more times than not. 
So you will get judged yes. on can you beat Kirby Smart and can you beat Georgia? My question is when you look at both these coaches, so if you look at Billy Napier and Dan Mullen, which one, which one of them do you have more confidence can beat Georgia and Kirby Smart? And my yeah. answer is Dan Mullen. Like yeah, if that's, that's what you need to get done. At the end of the day, if, like, if your job is to beat Georgia, because if you know if you beat Georgia, you will be in the SEC East, and that's goal number one is to make it to Atlanta, to give yourself an opportunity to win an SEC championship game. If that's what needs to get done, my money's on Dan Mullen, not on, on Billy Napier. So, so will I, Billy Napier ever beat will, will will Billy Napier ever beat Kirby Smart? And I will say no, he won't. Dan Mullins ever. at least done that. Oh, okay. I don't think. He'll yeah, ever I mean, beat, I don't think he'll ever beat Kirby Smart. I don't. I don't think he'll be there long enough to beat him. God, you sure are feeling. Fat at least Gus. Dark, at man. least Gus. At least Gus beat Saban. At least Gus yeah. brought you to a natty. Yeah. And and Dan did the same thing there. At, at didn't beat you to a natty, but. You know, had a hell of a season, got to the SEC championship game, beat Kirby. Like he did some of the stuff that you wanted him to do. I, I would say, I don't think Billy's going to get there. So I don't, and I don't look, think he's I, a better. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no. I just don't think, like I said, like if I would put my money on a horse, my money's going on Dan. Yeah. And if any of the audio listeners are wondering why we have some of those weird, hiccups we deal with like a two second delay it's one of the only thing that sucks about doing this show remotely as uh opposed to me just getting to be in aaron's house every day uh doing it with him but uh no look i if if, if it's a dan mullen versus billy napier conversation i mean i'm with you dude like we saw dan mullen go from oh he has to have a running quarterback to oh i made kyle trask one of the best passers in the country like like i will yeah. never ever, ever, ever doubt Dan Mullen's coaching ability from a pure schematic standpoint. I think he was one, he's one of the best in all of coaching. Um, now I think he obviously had some recruiting things that rubbed the wrong way. Maybe he didn't want to tickle everybody that he had to tickle down there in Florida, right? Like Dan Mullen's problem was maybe the politics of everything and the recruiting aspect where Napier's done that. Well, it's been the actual on the field stuff that Napier has struggled with here in year number one. I kind of think Florida and Oklahoma fans are in the same situation in that they're both having to do some mental gymnastics about, look, yes, did you underachieve relative to your talent? Yes, but it's year one. Give this man time, and he will figure it out. Uh, We will see. But you're right. I mean, Florida is a school that views themselves no lower than second best in the East, and that now appears much harder with a Tennessee that has seemingly arrived. Yeah, 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 bad too. Which that, I mean, and that's where you get into, that's the biggest strike against Napier is the the fade away at the end of the season. Um, they, 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 they fell apart. But now you got a Tennessee that looks like they're sustainably good. You have South Carolina who uh, continues to get friskier and friskier. You have Kentucky who is obviously capped but is much more solid than they have been in the past. Like the road to ping-ponging with Georgia is infinitely harder than it was previously. Yep. And we're going to see if uh, Billy Napier is the man to get it done. Uh, T-Pat says, A-Money's like, hell no, T-Bob coming to the house every day. That is not true. Aaron would love nothing more than I, for me to be in his study every day. This isn't it. Yeah, I would love for T-Bob to be here, make the show even more entertaining. Um, yep. Plus, we can make lock us together. Uh, question, T. Yeah, what you got? So we both we both played against Alabama in their heyday. And obviously, you know, this, this goes more to East or West in the, in this conference. And then, and, and listen, the SEC will change. So this is going to be irrelevant in a couple of years. And it looks like 2024 with Texas, Oklahoma come, but 
the road to Atlanta, mm-hmm. when Alabama was going through their their dynasty, yeah, what was it? Was it? I guess I'm trying to find a way to phrase this the best way. Was it harder for LSU and company to get over that hump to get to Atlanta compared to the East trying to get through Georgia well, right now? What 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 so, is what was? What, I guess what's more realistic, the rest of the West getting through Alabama for the past decade or the rest of the East going to try to get through Georgia for the past two years for the next decade plus now. Hmm. Are I mean, you basically kind of asking like, who's a scarier final boss? Like, yeah, of the yeah, yeah, which is a great question. Essentially, essentially. Yeah. So it's interesting. This goes because... back to our conversation about like Florida getting, getting over this hump. Yeah. 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 No, no, no doubt. No doubt. And I mean, they kind of feel the same in a lot of ways. Now, for my own personal experience, I finished three and three against Alabama in my years at LSU. Like, if you've ever read about the Punic Wars uh, back in the day, where it was Rome and Carthage and the two major superpowers of the time, um, well, there's a reason why in modern society we have all of these Roman echoes, right? Like we have senates and Congress and, and, and we have all of these things that you can trace back to Roman civilization. There's not a lot of Carthaginian echoes, okay? I think, I think Barcelona is named after Hamilcar Barca. Outside of that, uh, Rome pretty much wiped the other superpower from the face of the earth. Like they took them, salted their lands, absolutely destroyed their culture. To me, that was kind of that 2011 national championship game. We were Roman Carthage, the superpowers are meeting. They succeeded. We fell. LSU was in ruins and Alabama enjoyed essentially, now Auburn got frisked a couple times, but essentially unchecked success over the next decade. The reason why I would maybe give a slight nod to Georgia as being scarier here is that if they win back-to-back championships, um, they have done that for, uh, well, actually, no. Uh, never mind. It might continue to be the same because Saban only won back-to-back championships one time, and it was 11-12, and 12, and that was, what, five years in? And I think if Kirby wins mm-hmm. it this year, is that five years again? So actually, no, Aaron, he's actually following the blueprint exactly for what Nick Saban laid out if he wins back-to-back natties. And then if he does that, yes, uh, the, the, the wise men would say that we are destined to suffer for a decade under the rule of the red and black, the fearsome slobber-tooth genetically inbred bulldog, uh, which just sounds like a horrible time to be alive, which is why I'm so thankful that, uh, Brian, that, that Brian Kelly will be coming to assert the throne and put that dog down, and the cast iron throne will reign supreme once again. Well, I guess I, the, the two, two, I mean, you brought up a good point with Brian Kelly there, too. Like, your two biggest rivals, I guess you have three, and Florida State looks like, I mean, Florida State's rolling too, you know, but I'll, fo- I'll focus on the East right now. Um, Kirby Smart and Brian Kelly. Like he just goes back to the hiring. Like I'm, I'm not trying to have a whole, you know, rip on Billy Napier segment here because uh, I do think he's you a good did coach. actually pitch I know this. It, <laughs> you did literally pitch this topic. Yeah, but it wasn't. It I wasn't, love Aaron Smile. The the, the 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 topic wasn't Billy Napier sucks. The topic was Dan Mullen should have never been fired. That's that's two different things. I'm not saying Billy Napier is a terrible coach. I'm just saying Dan Nolan should be still the head coach of Florida today right now. But Billy Napier and their two of their biggest three rivals, 
rivalries right now, and you could even say maybe all three of them, is the inferior coach to all three. And and for Florida, it just goes back to head scratching yeah. moments similar to Auburn and Brian Harson. Right. You hire you you took a major risk on hiring this coach. You took a guy that is not proven at this level, and and are giving him now an opportunity to coach at the Power Five level. The question really becomes, and 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 after next year, if it once again is an average football team, say they say they even just barely improve, say they're seven and five. What is the discussion going to be like? His leash is not as long compared to a coach that had a more of a proven track record at the big boy league. God, I mean, life comes at you fast if you're Napier. They loved him all offseason. Yeah. He's got infinitely more money. Like, LSU's actually doing very poorly in the NIL space. Um, I feel like a well, lot of my fears, I feel like a lot of my fears when it came to, uh, you know, everybody's cheering for this new age of college football, and I agree from a player empowerment standpoint, but, like, Louisiana's a shit state. I love it. I live here. Um, I was born here. All my family lives here. But we rank dead last in everything, right? Economic opportunity, education, all these sorts of things. And so I wondered in this new age of college football, would the literal economy of the state become a ballast around the neck as you try to stay competitive with these more successful places? And you are seeing that. Whereas like even Florida has four or five times the amount of money in their collective uh, than, than LSU does. But with all that hype and all the positive momentum Napier had and beating Utah, here we sit. And, well, these are the conversations that we're having. That's why I say life comes at you fast. Uh, real quick to f- close up here and talk a little Prime. As uh, Prime is going to Colorado, again, I talked about it on the app. I, If you have not seen it, go look up the clip of Deion Sanders talking with one of his players who um, kind of blew the game in the HBCU National Championship in the Celebration Bowl this weekend. And uh, – if, if if you think all Dion, if you think Dion as a coach, if you think Coach Prime is all flash and no substance, the clip that mm-hmm. has gone a bit viral, I think, will show you otherwise. And uh, so the question is: as he leaves Jackson State and starts anew, uh, will a very important player follow him? Travis Hunter, the former number one player in the country, who rebuffed Florida State to follow Dion to Jackson State. There are all kind of rumors about a million-dollar NIL deal. I don't believe, to my knowledge, that that ever coalesced, and it's something that they denied throughout the process. And now Travis Hunter is deciding, okay, do I go to Georgia, Miami, USC, or Colorado? Should Hunter follow Prime? Yeah, he should follow Prime. I think, you know, he, he went to the HBCU for a reason. You know, I think he, he obviously bought into a little bit about – what the main mission was for Dion and why Dion went to the HBCU, went to Jackson State in the first place. But you also want to get coached by one of the best guys at your position, the best DB of all time. Hey, I get an opportunity to go learn from Coach Prime for three, four years. Hell yeah, sign me up. I mean, listen, I, I, I'm i a great story of this because I never watched Georgia football growing up. Literally, my first time watching Georgia was the 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 Sugar Bowl when they whooped up on Hawaii, and I was like, "Ooh, interesting team." Well, the uniforms kind of badass. Stafford's pretty sweet. Oh man, that was a good game. Did some research. Cool. Learned, yeah, it was a hell of a game. Did some research. Learned a lot. Of, you know, a lot more about Bobo and, and Coach Rick and their history and their development of quarterbacks. I'm like, man, I want to go get coached by those guys. They know how to coach quarterbacks. That's why I didn't grow up a Georgia fan. I could care less about Georgia growing up. Like I'm a Florida kid. I went to Florida games. I got offered from Florida, Florida State, Miami, USF, UCF. Like I, people were like, no way Aaron leaves the state of Florida. But 
I wanted to go get coached by two guys that knew the position, like I said, could develop. And that's why I went to Georgia and obviously fell in love with it, live in the state now, and, and, and very happy with that decision. So for me, for me, looking at his situation, when he had offers from all over the country, I would say 80% of why he went to Jackson State was the opportunity to go live and learn and be around uh, yeah. Prime. Yeah. So why would you not continue your reasoning for going to Jackson State now going to Colorado? Well, okay, so I, again, um, I don't know that I can say what Travis Hunter should do, right? Like only Travis Hunter knows what he should do. Yep. But I do see the angles here. And sure, sticking with Prime would make sense for every reason that you just said. On the other hand, what I could also see out of Hunter is when you do look around and you see all these NIL deals, and sure, you can get paid at Colorado, but we know Miami's paying. We know SC is paying. And we know you can get paid at Georgia, probably more than you could at Colorado. I feel comfortable saying that. Uh, and so the question is, does he feel like, okay, I played for Coach Prime and he taught me how to approach the work. He established great fundamentals in me. You know, I got to be committed in the classroom. I got to be committed every day working out. I got to take this seriously. Like he, he, he helped me build the foundational blocks upon which my career can flourish. And now that I've learned that base, I want to go start to take more advantage of my name and play for championships. And if you walk into Georgia, is it going to be competitive? Will you be guaranteed a spot? No, but if you get a spot, the rewards will be greater than anywhere else. If you walk into USC, you will be guaranteed the starting spot. You will likely compete for championships, and yes, you would get paid. Miami's a bit different here because that would almost feel like more of a purely monetary angle, though Mario Cristobal is recruiting very well right now. My only deal with Cristobal is I have yep. to see him win with that talent, right? Like, it's one of the reasons why Brent Venables, again, is so disappointed at Oklahoma this year. He had top 10 talent. Look at the recruiting classes. Uh, he is someone who had a team that was significantly better pure talent-wise than his Big 12 brethren, and he underachieved with that team. I feel like Mario Cristobal underachieved with even this year's Miami team. He has to prove to me that he won't continue to do so. So if I'm Hunter, I, I think Georgia and SC personally make the most sense here. But again, I, I think there's a very clear uh, reasoning and logical reason that he could choose any one of these schools, which is uh, I just did something that's awful to do in this job, which is I literally gave you nothing. I, I threw a lot of well, yeah. words out there, and all I said at the end of the day was I could see him going to any of these four schools. <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. Uh, hold on, let me try so, again. Let me so, try again. So, he should go to SC because Georgia sucks. The future's in LA, and Lincoln Riley's going to be better than Kirby Smart. Bam. All right. So, so I did have the thought, like when he when he committed to to Jackson State from the, the very beginning. You know, there was a lot of discussion about this, and I, and I kind of was buying into the the thought process of okay, you go to Jackson State for a year, you 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 learn from from you know from from Prime, you help continue the mission of, of the HBCUs to bring attention, which it did. I mean, there was a ton of attention, what Prime has done. And obviously when you get the number one recruit, there's a lot of eyeballs now on the program. He accomplished both those in year one. And then you go do that, you enjoy, you learn what you, you need to learn from Coach Prime. And then you go to someone somewhere more realistic in order to win a national championship. You put yourself in a yeah. situation to where you use your one free go, you go to Florida State or Georgia or, or Miami or Alabama or whatever it is. And then say, okay, I did what I came to do. Let me go now. Um, but the hiccup with this whole thing is now, 
obviously prime leaving to go to a power five school. Obviously Colorado is a one in 11 program, but look what teams have done. And, 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 and I just feel like, and, and why I always say like, once you get around coach prime and once you get on campus it, it, and once he has his talons in you, it is, it is very, very difficult for you to let go. I'm telling you, man, he gives, he, he, he creates some of the best Kool-Aid out there. And when you drink that, 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 that coach prime Kool-Aid, you love it. You feel it. It's in your body. And, and you want more and more and more of it. Like he is that kind of coach, that type of personality. I just don't think like, once again, like once he, once you're a part of it, I, I wouldn't want to leave, man. I, I, he's an ultimate salesman. I am buying everything yeah, that he's no, selling. No, no, look, I, 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 I feel you. Um, a lot of people are kind of intimating that they think that the scene in the locker room after the, the Jack State game was inauthentic or staged. And I want to push back on that. First mm -hmm. off, just because it's filmed doesn't mean it's staged. There's cameras everywhere uh, nowadays for, yeah. for a reason. That just comes with the territory. Um, mm -hmm. Secondly, I've been in that situation, like I said, I feel like, where I feel like I really screwed something up. And I've kind of, well, I, I never had a coach talk to me like that. That would be great. I, I don't know. I don't know. M maybe I'm naive. Maybe I'm naive. And maybe your cynical, it was all staged viewpoint is correct. That is not the feeling that I got, in my opinion. I, I think it felt very real. And at a certain point, does it even matter? Because I think the words that Dion expressed and how he expressed them had value. When he was telling this kid, look, you've overcome so much adversity to get here. This is just more adversity. This is the adversity. How you respond to this moment will determine the type of man you are going to be. This is what is going to prepare you for life. These are all truths. So like at a certain point, it doesn't matter if it's staged or not, because he gave that young kid wisdom and he made him feel better and he gave him something to work on and to grow upon. But no, I, I think it is legitimate. I, I think if you're saying it's staged, it's just, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, 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 maybe during this Christmas week, we check the cynicism at the door. A little bit. And, and what I love, Aaron, is that you could talk about, speaking of being hopeful and naive, like, yeah, Colorado went 1-11, but, and honestly, that is one of the great um, traits of this new age of college football. Uh, whatever it is in life, hope is a hell of a thing. And one thing this new age does, yeah. it provides you with hope. If you, if you get the right hire who people can be excited about with knowing that you can go into the transfer portal, that maybe you can get some money to pay kids. Like anybody can have hope. Whereas previously be okay. We got to wait three to four years to build up. So I'll, I'll, I'll be very intrigued to see what the, uh, what the year one return is from Colorado and just how much of that hope they can uh, fulfill. Um, Hey, Y'all, uh, we have to go. Aaron Murray has a radio show to do. Uh, Aaron, I'll give you 30 seconds. How do you feel about Will Anderson and Bryce Young playing in the bowl game? I ah, appreciate you letting me get one more. I was celebrating, drinking, getting wild. Um, <laughs> two kids, unlike anyone else there in college football, that actually love the game of football. I I, 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 I hope it starts a trend going that? forward. I, knock on wood, please please let these kids stay healthy because you know if one of them get hurt no kid will ever play a bowl game ever again um so please 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 please, please, please. i didn't even think about please that. please stay healthy yes wait they may just get rid of the bowl system because they're gonna know every kid is just going to not play if will anderson or bryce young get hurt in this game so uh, i am praying they stay healthy i hope they go out there and kick ass i hope they dominate and hope they go on and get you know picked in the top five in the nfl draft so everyone can see there's nothing wrong with playing in a bowl game. Yeah, man. I love um, 
I understand when guys don't play, but I do love this. And as much as I hate it, you know me. My entire grift is hating Alabama. Um, it does speak to Saban's culture that you would have these two guys put it on for their brothers, for the team, for something greater than themselves. And if I'm an NFL scout, for whatever this is worth, I'm giving them a check in the pro department. And I mean like pros and cons. Mm -hmm. Like I'm giving them a positive, a plus mark, uh, or what you will. Uh, well, uh, thank you all so much for hanging out with us in the chat. For real, you know, we love seeing new faces here. Saw a few today. Uh, this is the most fun that we have every single day here on the Snaps College Football Podcast. Thank you to the Volume Sports Podcast Network and YouTube channel. Hit the like button, subscribe to the channel. That really helps us. Please, we're every, I'm loving seeing the reviews, guys. They're creeping up. Maybe we'll read some yeah. on the show soon. But uh, please, if you enjoy the show, if you enjoy it, uh, leave a review. Uh, that just helps with the algorithm to kind of spread the word naturally. Um, shout out to Omaha Steaks, omahasteaks.com, promo code SNAPS. It's going to get an additional $40 off what could already be 50% off. Minimum order required there. And uh, Snaps merch, <laughs> promo code SNAPS20. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app, promo code SNAPS. you got great sign-up deals going on constantly. And a huge thank you to Ryan Brumley, Paul Farrington, Pat Gunter, Danny Carnez, and all the other excellent people over at the volume that make this show happen. And thank you to Papa Colin. Uh, Y'all have a great day, and we will see you tomorrow for a brand new episode of Snaps. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.